for our communion meditation today, we're going to be looking at a part of the last sentence of the Nicene Creed. And uh, to help us understand that, I'd like to look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. If you'd like to turn in the word, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. This is the living word of God. Verses 4, 13 through 18. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as those who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Amen. Well, in the young men's uh, study group, you all know we sit over here in this cold room back here, and uh, we just started studying uh, two weeks ago, First uh, Thessalonians. And we saw in the survey of that study, uh, we talked a little bit about this passage, <clears throat> that uh, one of the purposes for Paul in writing uh, this epistle, as led by the Spirit of God, was to encourage the Thessalonians. Now, they were fearful, I think, obviously, that they would not see each other after death. They were concerned about what happens uh, with those in the Lord who die. And so Paul made it clear that they uh, would be together, they'd each, be with each other, together with the Lord in the same place forever. Now, the last part of the last sentence in the Nicene Creed, which is on page 11 in the, in the bulletin there, <clears throat> it says, And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. So <clears throat> I think this is the first time that I looked at that, and I thought, oh, it says, I look for. And I got to thinking about that. What does that mean? I'm looking forward to that. I, I look for the life to come. I expect it. I am preparing for it. I'm preparing for the life to come by God's grace. In 1 Timothy 4, it says, For physical training is of some value, but godliness have, has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. So, of course, exercise is good. It makes us good stewards of our bodies. Uh, but physical training and discipline, you know, those, those are helpful. They have value, it says. But it says, training in godliness, discipline toward godliness, gives us promise now and for the life to come. And I'm not sure how often we think, you, you all think of, of how our growth in godliness now has an impact on the life to come. But I believe it's important to think about that. Or even how often do we think about the life to come uh, in the midst of our busy schedules? Do we think about that very often? Are, are we expecting, rejoicing in the life to come? Uh, but we need to think more of that. We need to encourage each other in that also. In Colossians 3, it says, uh, it shows us in a, in a way how to prepare for the life to come. It says, uh, since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, is our, who is our life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, 
whatever belongs to your earthly nature. And then there's a list of things. So we must grow, of course, as disciples uh, in discipline by putting to death those things which are earthly and putting on or clothing ourselves with those characteristics which are heavenly, which please the Lord. And Colossians 3 goes on. It says, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So that's what we're to be putting on. That's one way we prepare for our eternal home. Larger Catechism words it this way. Words. This is talking about our hope. It says, At the day of judgment, the righteous, being caught up to Christ in the clouds, shall be set on his right hand, and there openly acknowledged and acquitted, shall join with him in the judging of reprobate angels and men, and shall be received into heaven, where they shall be fully and forever freed from sin and misery, filled with inconceivable joys, made perfectly holy and happy both in body and soul, in the company of innumerable saints and holy angels, but especially in the immediate vision and fruition of God the Father, of the Lord Jesus Christ, and of the Holy Spirit, to all eternity. And this is the perfect and full communion which the members of the invisible church shall enjoy with Christ in glory at the resurrection and day of judgment. Praise God for the life to come. We can rejoice that we will have what that list talked about. Inconceivable joys. We have a great hope because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ our Lord and in him uh, and with him we have an eternal home. We were made for a person and we were made for a place. The last part of 1 Thessalonians 4, it said, I'll read again, and so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. And so we should be encouraged. And so we should encourage each other to live in the hope of the life to come. And this morning we are testifying as we recite the Nicene Creed and as we come to the table that uh, we believe in the life of the world to come and that we're looking forward to it. We are looking to it. And so we come to this table with joy and hope in our eternal home. And coming to this table enables us, in fact, gives us grace to prepare for the world to come. So brothers and sisters in Christ, let's declare what we believe together. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us and for our salvation came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of God, and he shall come with glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. 
And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let's pray. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we exalt you as the true and the living God, and we do rejoice in our eternal home. O Lord, give us grace to live knowing our life to come is with you and with all the saints, and help us to encourage each other in, in this great hope. Lord, forgive us for forgetting whose we are and where we will be forever. And help us to encourage each other to prepare to be there as we apply your means of grace, your word and prayer and the sacraments. Lord, we remember the cost of this hope that we have. And we praise you for our Lord Jesus Christ, whose body was broken and whose blood was shed for us. And we come to this celebration, to this table, and rejoice in our eternal hope and life in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.